really think how are you best able to show up in your zone of genius and create spark action in the audience that are in your world? What is it that they're looking for? What is it that they're craving? What is the spark or the action that you can craft your event around so that your ideal clients are raising their hand saying, hey, how do I work with you more, right? The event is meant to be a catalyst to get clients excited to work with you. What got you here won't get you there. It's time to uncover the micro shifts required to take your income, influence, and impact to the next level. I'm Melanie Benson. And I'm Samantha Riley. And this is our weekly show for experts and business leaders who are influencing people's decisions to make a greater impact and shatter their revenue goals in the process. Welcome to the Next Level Influence Show. Now let's get started. You know, there's a big bonus to having your own live events, and it's way more than growing influence and establishing brand awareness. All of those things are key, but something really powerful happens that elevates all of the energy around you when you're hosting your own live events. Would you agree, Sam? Absolutely. I mean, I know that we all know, I'm going to put this in air quotes, those type of people that are lead, I call them lead magnet collectors. They click on everything, they download everything, they never take action on anything. And we know that's not you, but there's some of these people in your audience. And what we're going to talk about today is creating events over very easy to create sort of lead magnets and lead generators that move people into this action-taking state rather than being in a very passive state. Yeah, and I really want to hone in on this because I think as entrepreneurs, and we've all been there, oftentimes we're like, oh my gosh, I have so many things to do. I don't want to create an event, right? It Mm -hmm. feels big. And I love that we're going to make this really simple to tap into this because there is something that only can happen in a live event that moves people out of this. Like our audiences oftentimes move into this complacency of they just, they're waiting for something that's going to move them into action to get into action. And events are a really powerful catalyst for that. So I'm excited to talk about this. Absolutely. Events create a feeling And this is the important part of being able to to get someone to move into action. A live event creates some sort of memorable experience. And I'm sure that everyone agrees that we can think, if you think right now of, you know, what's an experience or an event that you went to and why did it make you feel good? You know, all of those thoughts and, and memories come back and they create those lasting impressions. So they're super, super important to have in your, I would call it your toolbox. Yeah. And, you know, along these lines, like I think also like there's no better way to build trust and rapport Mm. than when you're hosting an event and you're seen as the person who's the gatherer, you're the lead trainer, you're the lead speaker, you're the, the host. It moves the energy from okay, this is somebody who's on the stage speaking at an event to you're the organizer of this. It it kind of moves that influence lever quite a bit up the scale, I would say. Totally. And on that sort of adding on to that, it puts you in a position where you're able to demonstrate your expertise in a very different way. You're able to show up and 
in this AI generated world that is, you know, starting to become very prevalent, anyone can put any sort of prompt in and, you know, get something good back. But when you're right in front of your ideal client or in front of your audience, you're able to demonstrate very, very quickly, hey, I know some stuff, I've got some experience, you know, it's real time, let's create some transformation. And I think it's that transformation piece that's the important piece here. Yeah, and I think another thing about events, like we'll talk about some different kinds of events in, in this episode today, but one of the things that happens is the way you organize the content, the way you structure it, you know, people start to go, oh, they really know their stuff because you can mm. kind of take people on this learning journey that isn't just little sound bites that everybody's getting so conditioned to with Instagram reels or social posts. Like you're just getting these tiny little glimpses. This is about organizing content in a way that moves people out of their, like that, that again, that complacent energy of like, I don't know what to do and I'm not doing anything into here is a win. Here is a specific step you can take that gets them excited. And then they turn to you and say, how do I get more? How do I work with you more? Right. That's really the point of these kind of events. Totally. Now, when we're talking events, I guess, and even I did it when we came up with this topic, when we were working through this before we started recording and you mentioned this topic in my head live event i was automatically thinking you know the big two or three day event that you know you fly into and you stay in a hotel and it's the big shebang but when we started nutting it out i realized there are so many different ways that we can do this that i think that will give you a different outcome because those events it could be to network it could be to you know, sign clients or meet people that could become clients. It could be so you could meet collaboration partners or, you know, just increase your network. So did you want to talk about the different types of live events that are available? Yeah, let's do it. I mean, you know, there's as many types of events as there are entrepreneurs with creativity, right? And, you know, we'll give you some ideas, but I think the, the thing to discover is like, what are the types of events your audience is craving? Mm. What is the thing they're going to say yes to that's going to get them to take an action? And whether that's an in-person event, like what was immediately coming to my mind or some of the bigger multi-day events like PodFest, which is for podcasters or podcast movement, or, you know, traffic and conversion is a three to five day event that's been running for years where it's like an industry iconic event that everybody goes to, mm -hmm. or it's your own personal event where you're taking people into this intensive environment where they're deep diving. So we all know the power of in-person events. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've met lifelong friends at in-person events. So, mm -hmm. you know, in-person events are, are not as easy to mimic and replicate in an online, but not everybody's ready to do that, right, Sam? Like, that's a big investment. You're putting capital out. You're organizing hotels. You're, you know, bringing in tons of speakers. And I don't know that everybody's ready for that. Totally. They definitely have their place, but that's not the only type of event that we can run. So that's a big in-person event, but there's many different online events that we can run in smaller ways to create that action what did you call it before? An action catalyst, I think. Yeah. Which I thought was really great. 
Yeah, I like that idea of an action catalyst. And these are meant to be online experiences, right? Mm -hmm. So it could be a workshop you're hosting. Mm -hmm. I recently did a, like a three hour intensive workshop and that was an event. Mm -hmm. It could be a summit with multiple speakers. Mm -hmm. What other types of online events are you seeing? It could be a paid masterclass, right? It could be mm -hmm. or a free masterclass. Yeah. And challenges. I think challenges are really, I actually really, really enjoy challenges. I enjoy being in them and I enjoy running them as well. Sort of a I've seen them anywhere from a five-day challenge to I've seen them up to a 30-day challenge. I've never run a 30-day challenge. I've only ever done five-day events, but they're a really great way to bring people together and create that, that repetition of showing up every day and layering on, oh, I met this person yesterday, or I, you know, I had this question come up overnight or, you know, whatever it is, I think challenges are a really great way to run online events. Just like a meeting. I know this sounds weird, but when I think back, I ran this at the start of COVID, I'd, I'd never done it before, where we just ran an online, almost like a Q&A session or a, or a meeting where people came once a week, every week and came in and they could ask questions. And that, when I did that, it wasn't an event that I ran specifically to get clients. But that is what happened, you know, through the process, even though at the time I didn't do it to do that. But what it did was help people get to know me. You know, they got to see how I was, let's call it under pressure or in the pressure cooker. People would ask questions and I was able to work through them in real time. And I think that is the biggest benefit mm. in running some sort of workshop like that. Yeah. And I, I also have seen people getting a little inventive and maybe just kind of disrupting the industry norms a little bit. There's the, you know, kind of like the masterminding networking type events that people are hosting now. And some of them are meant to be more intimate as a way, a gate basically into working with someone. But some of them are really just about how do we allow people who want to collaborate to kind of like cut through all the the hoops of how do I get to, how do I get on a call with somebody and get into these collaboration conversations that open up and spark new opportunities, new visibility, you know, showcases and things like that. As a matter of fact, I think you have a really good story about how a networking event got you to us actually, didn't you? Totally. So that was actually an in-person event. It wasn't even an online, it was an in-person event that I went to and I met someone at that event and we, we sort of, we connected quite well. We had lunch. We ended up having lunch every single day at the event because we we're having great conversations about business and about all sorts of nerdy things that us entrepreneurs love to talk about. And when I got back to Australia, because that was actually in the US, when I got back to Australia, he reached out and said, I've got this really great group that I think you'd be, you know, really great or a fabulous person to be in this group. And that's exactly how you and I met. So you never know what the breadcrumbs are going to be that takes you or leads you to a connection that, you know, will go on to do big things. And in this group that you and I met, there's been people that we've done some great collaborations. But if I hadn't have gone to that original event that had nothing to do with what we're talking about today, we wouldn't have actually got to where we are now. Yeah, it's like events give people an opportunity to spark 
another set of actions that get them results. And I think that's where if you're not hosting events in your business, I think you're missing out. You're missing out on an opportunity to A, elevate your influence and take that influence to the next level, but B, you are possibly missing out on a lot of sales and relationship capital, as I like to call it, collaboration currency, Mm. because you're waiting for things to come to you instead of standing in that leadership position to get the events organized. And, you know, it's like it really activates a lot of that reciprocity energy, right? Mm, Totally. So I think what I would like to leave people with is the idea that there's no one way to run an event. You can run an event in whatever way you want, but really think how are you best able to show up in your zone of genius and create spark action in the audience that are in your world? What is it that they're looking for? What is it that they're craving? And I don't use that word craving lightly because we spent many years where we haven't had events and we're out the other side now and people really are craving that human interaction and that excitement and that buzz that we do get from live events. Yeah, I'm almost imagining that there's like, there's these three factors that you want to consider if you're going to start hosting some kind of an event. And that is what really showcases you, your superpowers and your brand properly. I think that's Mm. a little bit of like what you're referring to there. And secondly, what is the spark or the action that you can craft your event around so that your ideal clients are raising their hand saying, hey, how do I work with you more, right? Like putting an event on is a lot of work. Yes, you can make some money, but that's not really why most of us have events. The event is meant to be a catalyst to get clients excited to work with you. And then what in my mind, Sam, is the third piece of this is that, you know, you're not just like trying to do all this yourself. It's so much work. Mm -hmm. Like figure out how can you leverage the assets and the relationships that you've been nurturing for years, tap into them. You know, can you get them to promote it or can you showcase them? Can you get sponsors, right? There's so many different things you could do to create win-win opportunity with your collaboration partners that are already around you. So I don't know, would you add anything to that? Oh, that was so good and so juicy that I'm going to leave that right there because you're right, live events are, I think a lot of people are scared off live events because they are so much work. So just think, who is it that can help me? and with what because again like i said before there's no one way to do live events there's no one way to lean on the people around you to help you to bring your live event to life i agree well sam if somebody's recognizing that they want to go further with this conversation with you today what's a great resource they could start the journey around yeah so i have a free resource about the five foundational principles to position yourself as the standout expert in your niche or niche, however you want to say it, wherever you are in the world. And I think this is really important to start to hone in what is that brand so that you can start to create an event that's in line with your brand. So if you want to be the standout expert, head over to samanthariley.global forward slash expert so that you can really start to hone that in. And I know, Melanie, that you always have something fabulous to share with our audience. 
<laughs> Thanks. Yeah, me too, as well, I should say, not me too, as well. I love showing people what all the steps are to go from being invisible to being a go-to authority. And one of the things that I find is that people don't recognize the value of stages, being on other people's stages or creating your own stages. So I put it all in a seven-step framework that helps you see the path to adding another six figures to your business this year. If you go to amplifywithmelanie.com, you'll be able to access that training. It's been fabulous to chat about this topic with you, Melanie. I love live events. I love going to live events. I love hosting live events. And hopefully we've put that spark of an idea and started that spark in you as the listener so that you can start to think, how can I do something that creates an experience for my audience and really sparks that catalyst or is that catalyst to create some change? Yeah, and you never know, maybe you'll see us hosting an event later this year. Hope so. <laughs> Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Next Level Influence. Before you go, would you subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player? We'd love to know what your greatest takeaway was from today's episode. Take a screenshot of the show and share with us on social. And be sure to tag us too so we can connect. Tune in next week for another Next Level Influence episode. Yeah.